Welcome back to Cause Talk Radio by Rashpixel.fm. I'm your host, Megan Strand with Engage for Good. You can find full show notes and additional resources for today's episode at engageforgood.com. Today's episode is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com forward slash cause talk radio. There's over 180,000 titles for you to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Go to audibletrial.com forward slash cause talk radio and get your free audiobook today. kids in the U.S. do not have fundamental school supplies to learn and be successful. This affects not only their schoolwork, it affects their confidence. So teachers step in and spend their own money to make sure students can learn. On average, teachers spend $560 out of their own pockets to support their students each year. In this episode of Cause Talk Radio, I talked to Ido Leffler, founder of UB, a social enterprise company that makes beautiful school supplies sold in retailers like Target, Walmart, and Costco, and also gives back. For every UB item purchased, the company donates a school supply item to a child in need in the U.S. in partnership with the Kids in Need Foundation. Ido and I chat about their incredible success as a social enterprise in a competitive and constantly changing retail environment how they've successfully scaled the company, why design is so critical, and how they measure impact. Well, hey, Ida, welcome to Cause Talk Radio. So nice to have to chat with you again. It's been a while. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. So UB, for our listeners who have not heard of your company yet, is a buy one, give one line of products that started out of school supplies and has now expanded into lots more products. Would you give our listeners just a brief overview of what UB is all about and why you decided to start this fantastic social enterprise? So UB is a, is a fantastic company with fantastic, incredible people. Um, <laughs> we make bright, colorful stuff for school, home, and even office that gives back. So for every UB item we give, we, we sell, we give another UB item away to a classroom in need right here in the US. Um, it's pretty simple. We've partnered with an amazing organization, which is the Kids in Need Foundation. And um, we really try to help the most at-risk kids um, in the US um, who may not have supplies um, when they go to school. And so for me, the, the, the entire story really was inspired by my mom. She was a school teacher. Um, the most she ever made was around twenty-five thousand U.S. dollars a year, which is um, quite in- insane. Um, and yet, she was spending money out of her own pocket on supplies for her classroom. And you know, in the U.S. today, the average school teacher spends more than five hundred dollars out of his or her own pocket, and that's just not right. And so we thought, hey, why don't we try to help solve this problem? And it's been a fun ride since. You partner, you've just mentioned, with the Kids in Need Foundation, and I will admit that that is not a nonprofit I am very familiar with. So can you talk a little bit about why you chose that partner and why you've stuck with them over the years? We originally got introduced to the Kids in Need Foundation through our remarkable um, partnership with Target. Target had a really strong relationship with them. They operate distribution centers for school supplies for um, schools that are really in need, with communities in need, and help those teachers supplement a lot of the supplies that they have in their classrooms. And they, you know, apart from being just really fantastic people, uh, they really had a very simple model that we were able to tap into. 
Our UB classroom packs are a box that gets filled with enough supplies for 30 children. And for the Kids in Need Foundation to receive that box and to just be able to take that to a classroom or to a school district um, is something that is really easy from a logistics point of view and really fantastic from an impact point of view. And so it was just a perfect partnership. Now, just to clarify, because this is not always the case in a buy one, give one type situation or a donation type situation, are you actually donating UB products or are you funding other types of school? Like, do you have different products that go to the schools or is it the same as what's being sold in Target? So the the school supplies that the school gets are classroom packs that have been specifically designed with UB items that are created for that classroom pack and for what the school needs. Um, we do surveys, um, national surveys of teachers to discover what they need. And this is where I think already on to our third or fourth iteration of the classroom pack, just to constantly make it better and more effective for the children and the teachers that we serve. Got it. So, so it is UB products, which are super cute. And we'll talk about that in a minute. UB is such, I feel like UB is definitely a social enterprise unicorn. And I hate that term, but I'm going to use it anyway, because <laughs> there are lots of great social enterprises out there, but pretty much none of them are in Target. Um, you started out with a fantastic partnership with Target, but you've also expanded quite a bit to some other amazing major retailers like Amazon and Walmart and Costco and others. So can you talk a little bit about that evolution? What what do you what would you say has been most challenging in that aspect of your journey in terms of scaling a social enterprise? I think scaling a social enterprise like scaling any business um, is always challenging. Um, you first and foremost um, need to have incredible people and that's the first pillar of everything that we do. Um, making sure that the team that we have in place is everybody's, you know, going down that same path, that we're on that train together. Uh, and, you know, we face constant challenges, um, making sure that our supply chain is right, making sure that every product that we make um, meets the standards that we set for ourselves and what the community expects from UB. UB has one single mission, um, to provide free school supplies at every child that needs it. Um, in the US. And, you know, for us, our goal is to get to 5 million kids a year. Um, We're not anywhere near that. So we've got a long way to go. And so for that, we want to make sure that um, the partners that we have believe in the mission with us, that they see the impact that they're having and target, um, you know, as an example, come with us to give events when we're, when we're in Minneapolis. They, you know, other partners of ours are you know, not only do they love the product, but they love the mission and vision that we share. And staying consistent has been key to our success. Let me ask you, you've just mentioned something that I'm curious about. Is there an employee engagement piece of the target relationship with what you do? It sounds like some people are going with you to give back events, but is that something that's important to target that you've seen? Or is that something that you've seen with other retailers that's important to them? One thing that's important, um, I think the most important thing to recognize is that Target and any other retailer is made up of amazing people. And these people, particularly the ones that we work with, um, care for UB um, uh, as though it's their own. I think that you know they are um, engaged. W- what I love hearing back is comments from the, the Target you know, team just about you know, that this was the best day of their year. When they come to a UB you know, give, um, it is something that is so special to them, and it's something that's special to us. And other retail partners have come in and engaged with that as well. You know, everybody knows a school teacher. 
that has spent money out of his or her own pocket on supplies. You know, everybody's got a mum or a sister or a brother or a friend who's a school teacher. And many of us also know what it's like to turn up to school without supplies. And so this is an, this is an issue that impacts everyone. And that's why everybody that we meet seems to want to get involved. I sort of feel like UB is this very big give back giant, but I feel like you fly under the radar quite just a little bit, which I think speaks to your humility as a brand. But I think the other thing that speaks to is that UB really leads with product design first. I guarantee almost anyone listening who's stood in the school supplies aisle of Target has seen UB products and maybe they didn't realize, but they're the like real cute ones um, (laughs) and very stylish. And it seems to me that potentially the give back element is a little bit of an icing on top of the cake and you lead with that design. Is that an accurate description when you view that equation of like design and cause? I think it goes back down to our pillars. I said that our first pillar was incredible people. Our second pillar is brilliant product. And our third pillar is an awesome cause. And so in as you build out those pillars, one can't you can't have an awesome cause and not have a brilliant product because if you don't have a right. brilliant product, then nobody's going to engage with it. Nobody's going to want to take that home. Um, and you can't, and without the incredible people designing those products, you don't get any of the two. So for us, making sure that design is at the forefront is really key. I think that there are lots of fantastic companies out there that lead with design and have a fantastic cause. For us, it's all encompassing. Um, we need to make sure that when our customer or our guest walks through that aisle that they love what they see. Um, one of our, I remember once being set a challenge um, by Jill Sando, who's now the co-chief merchant at Target, saying, make the school supplies aisle as hard for us to drag the kids out of as the toy aisle. <laughs> and, you know, that's a constant challenge that um, our team tries to, to help with. I love that. So you have to have the design, but the cause is a, is foundational to who you are as a brand as well. hundred percent. So one of the challenges with retail, I'm sure, is that it changes so rapidly that retailers are always looking for the latest and greatest. They're always looking for reasons to, you know, make these, you know, drag these kids out of the school supplies aisle. So what's your approach to keeping your cause brand fresh in a space that's very highly competitive and rapidly changing? I think it comes back down to making sure that we understand what our customer is looking for. Um, our customers' tastes are evolving. There, you know, we see ourselves as a almost like a fast fashion brand in this aisle. So for us, constantly evolving and making sure that we're where the customer wants to shop and also what they're looking for in terms of the product. It's an evolution, a consistent evolution within the company, and it's something that. Uh, we aim to to get right every year, but every year we start back to school. It's a blank sheet of paper, and it's okay. What do what are we going to provide for her today? And what is our customer going to look for? And she, you know, our customer might be an eight, 10, 12, six year old girl or boy. And you know, for us, it's to make sure that we provide them with something that makes them feel happy. And in the end of the day, teaches them that what they've purchased is providing incredible happiness to somebody else who might not necessarily get that same happiness. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com forward slash cause talk radio. 
My guest, Ido Leffler, has a few book recommendations for you. His number one book recommendation that he's read four times now is Matilda by Roald Dahl. Ido says he loves everything Matilda stands for and can't recommend this book highly enough. Ido also recommends a book he's currently reading called The Ride of a Lifetime, Lessons Learned from 15 Years as CEO of the Walt Disney Company by Robert Iger. In it, Iger outlines the principles he feels are necessary for true leadership, including optimism, courage, decisiveness, and fairness. You can download The Ride of a Lifetime or Matilda for free on Audible with your 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com forward slash cause talk radio. We talk a little bit more about that teachable moment. Like, what are you doing with the brand itself that helps, you know, the the 10-year-old girl that picks up your notebook because it's cute understand that it also helps another kid? I think that's where it's a combination of, A, making our packaging work as hard as possible mm-hmm. um, to make sure that there's messaging that is very simple for children to understand or for mom or dad to explain to their children the impact that the product is having. And secondly, making sure that we constantly engaged with it in our social presence as well and in the communication that we have with the customer. And so that is always something that we can do a better job of and it's something that we look at. And if you've seen UV throughout the years, the packaging has evolved to bring the give element to be more front and center. Because when you're at shelf, you don't have that much time to really explain the entire story. But if you can make it simple, you buy, you be gives. It's a simple thing for people to understand. And it's something that, you know, I test on my children. I've got three girls, so I, I test it on them. That is a perfect focus group. Yes. Focus group of three. Exactly. <laughs> You're like, do you get it? If you don't get it, we got to we got to redo it. 100%. So you recently, I saw a campaign that you partnered with Vans Custom Culture, which is a fantastic program. Would you talk a little bit about that partnership and how it got started? Yeah, I, I think, you know, for us, it's been, it, it, we're always humbled when we partner with incredible organizations and Vans is absolutely no no, exam, no, no exception. We began working with Vans three years ago and it, and it really started as a social partnership and, uh, and it's just been an amazing thing to just do year after year, which has been fantastic. Um, you know, they realized that, our mission and their mission very much aligned. Um, and, you know, their efforts to encourage today's youth to continue to share their stories through creative expression is very much aligned with what UB is set out to do. And as a result, um, you know, we're, you know, this partnership has helped over 500 schools um, with supplies and we couldn't be prouder of it. Can you explain to our listeners what that partnership consisted of? Like how, what the logistics of it were? Oh, well, the, <laughs> so the logistics of, so basically what happens today is that they, um, it, and, I'm, and I'm, I, I really want to get it right. Um, <laughs> so what we've done is that over the years we've partnered, logistically it's usually about us providing school supplies through the partnership and through the give of what we do. Um, and we've partnered with many other organizations such as Bank of America, American Express, GoFundMe, incredible influencers such as Usher or Pharrell Williams or Becky G. And generally, as I said, we want to be consistent. So for us, it's about providing a platform where we can provide free school supplies to more and more kids. And Vans is no exception. 
Yeah, and that's a really unique partnership. I think some of their focus is about, as you've said, creative expression. But isn't don't they have an art an arts focus as well? Trying they to get do. kids involved. They do, in, and um, and I wish I had them with me because arts. I've got the most incredible Vans collection um, that I would have shown you on. on as well, we're and talking. Vans is uh, Vans is a very I, cool brand. Like I've got teenage kids, and they think Vans are super cool, which I think is funny because I think of Vans as like you know something that was cool when I was in high school, which was a very very long time ago. So uh, good on them for <laughs> remaining a relevant uh, <laughs> relevant brand even today. Um, exactly. So it sounds like you partner with a lot of other organizations. Is that is is that your typical partnership though, where you're providing supplies and you're finding a way to leverage your product with brands that share some social impact values with UB? For us over the years, we've done, you know, significant co- or collaborations um, with organizations ranging from brands all the way through to the United Nations um, Foundation of America. Um, We've done phenomenal work with refugee children that have arrived into the country without anything and and providing with supplies. And, And so, the more supplies that we can get out there to children in need, um, we will partner with, and we want to partner with the best in class organizations to help us do that and spread the word. Uh, you know, Bank of America was an amazing example of an organization that came to us um, very much in love. I actually think they heard me speak at your conference. And, Yay. and they came to us and said, we absolutely um, love this and how do we get involved? And that was really a, a phenomenal campaign that allowed us to express um, or to share the UB story with millions of Bank of America customers and shareholders. And they remain an, an amazing partner. That's fantastic. And I, I always love hearing stories because... You guys don't always tell us for the record when you you meet cool people at the conference. We find out like, you know, like a year or five years later in this case or whatever. So it's always great to hear when people like are meeting at our conference. It always makes us super happy. So thank you for sharing that. We love the conference. Thank you. So, Ido, what I think the biggest question people would have for you is what advice do you have for other maybe other social enterprises that are getting started? Maybe just a purpose focused brand that's kind of dipping their toe into the social impact field. There's a lot, as I was saying earlier, you've got a lot of social enterprises out there, but UB is, you know, head and shoulders above 99 and a half percent of them because of your, you know, the way you've been able to, to scale and grow. So what advice would you give to folks? Well, I think there's two pieces of advice. Firstly, I'll go back to the the point that I think I've made a few times now is is consistency. Um, if you believe in what your mission and vision is, then be consistent about it. What we seem to find is a lot of organizations when they get started, they start off with one particular vision or one goal that they want to you know, one group that they want to help. And over time, that becomes muddied in the water. And, and I think that being consistent with your message is really important. Secondly, um, I think it's really important to build a community, find other people, find other trailblazers. I was not shy at your conference introducing <laughs> myself to many, many people that shared common values or that I believed could help us share our story. And, you know, I get pinged on LinkedIn you know, every day. And and unfortunately, I can't reply to every single person that comes through um, our LinkedIn channel. But I do pick one or two that I find really fascinating and that I want to help. And so find people that want to help and people that are out there. And in the end of the day, 
you'll find that most people that have started organizations or social enterprises um, know, still remember when they first started, and it's not easy. And um, understand that the, and there's very few overnight successes either. So it takes time, it takes patience, and it takes consistency. Can you talk a little bit about measurement and impact measurement? Like, what, how do you talk about the impact you're making in the world and maybe even beyond just like numbers of school supplies donated? Like, how do you talk about the impact in a deeper way? Because I feel like that conversation has really evolved from, you know, outputs like we serve X amount of children to like, well, what difference does that make in their lives or in the lives of these teachers? How do you how do you think about that personally when you think about you know, long-term impact and what your company is able to to provide and leverage for these folks? It's a fantastic question. I think that for us, obviously, the numbers matter. So for us to say that we're impacting X number of children a year is an important part of what Absolutely. We, of everything that we do. And we do have an annual give report that comes out where we really share what that is. But fundamentally, those numbers mean nothing without the stories attached to them. And I think we and other social organizations, we do a good job. I think we can do a significantly better job um, as we grow. We know that the supplies they need to learn and be creative and and do homework at home, they will come to school more often and they will be Mm. happier to come to school. And we know that if teachers can save $500 in in, in their pocket, you know, that is a big deal. Um, for somebody like my mum who was earning $25,000 a year. $500 is a significant percentage of, of a salary. And so collecting those stories and bringing those stories um, back to the team, back to – like we share these stories with our manufacturers. We share these mm. stories with our retailers. Ver- all the way down our value chain of the company, sharing those stories has a significant impact on how we present ourselves and in turn, how we set ourselves up for success. I love that. And I wouldn't have thought about sharing that type of story with a supplier, but that makes a whole lot of sense. You know, they understand what it is they're producing and for whom. I can imagine that would be important. Very. And we've had suppliers fly out from all over the world to come to our give events. Um, we make sure that we're very much, um, you know, our suppliers, our retailers, our, you know, uh, the the service providers that work with UB every single day are a very big part of our story. You know, we are, you know, they are, you know, they are facilitating a big part of what we do. So, you know, what's coming up for UB in 2020? Can you share anything fun that you're going to be doing this year with our listeners? No, nah, outside of providing doing, fantastic school supplies, we're not doing anything fun. We, fun <laughs> no, we've got some really exciting things coming down the pipe. None of which I can share, of course. But what we do have um, is remarkable collection of back to school products that are going to come out this year. Um, our spring collection and our back to school collection is probably the best I think that we've ever created. Um, Where they're going to be at even a better value. They're going to be an even greater. Um, you know, the design is really pushing the boundaries and really bringing, bringing fun into the school supplies aisle, making sure that it's really difficult to get those kids out of that aisle. The more engaged our children can be in this stuff, the less they're on screens, the less they're on other things. And for us, that's, um, as a parent, that's that is an a important win. thing for me. Yeah, <laughs> There's the impact right there. Yeah, Getting exactly. kids off screens and into notebooks. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> 
I love it. Well, Ido, thank you so, so much for joining me today on Cause Talk Radio. Where can people find out more about you and or Ubi, Ubi, Ubi online if they'd like to do that? Well, 100%, please come to Ubi.com. Um, Ubi.com is a, an amazing, amazing site filled with wonderful stuff. Obviously, our social media channels that Ubi gives. And we are, and as for me, um, you know, by all means, follow me, come on LinkedIn. Um, send me a note. We'd love to hear from you. Love to hear about any good ideas and how you think that we can make you be better as well and how we can improve our impact. And most importantly, um, if you see me at a conference such as yours or any of the others, come say hi. Amazing. Well, thank you so much, Ido. We will put links to all of those fantastic platforms in the show notes, which you can find at indeedforgood.com. Well, thanks again, Ido, for being with us. And we will look forward to uh, our paths caressing in the future real soon and maybe even in the school supplies aisle. I look forward to it. Thank you.